Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading from the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's forum is a wonderful forum found on the internet, and it was suggested to me by several Lou Reed's readers, and I had been considering it. It had been done as a weekend web well before I started doing the Something Awful Weekend Web or participating in it. So I had been thinking about it, but then I got this email from a Lou Reed's listener by the name of Jeremiah, who wrote to me and he said, So I listened to your podcast, and you mentioned the Sneeze Fetish Forums, which is funny because while my friend was looking around his girlfriend's computer, he discovered she had an account and a sneeze fetish. We would love for you to read his girlfriend's post. Hope you can read it in your next podcast. Jerry. Then they included a link, and I responded, Wait a minute, you're saying you know the person who wrote this, and your friend is still dating them? And he replied, No. He broke up with her immediately and called her a freak, along with telling all of her friends, LOL. So, this intrigued me quite a bit. So I checked out the thread, and it is, as you might imagine, rather insane. So, without further ado, I present to you the Sneeze Fetish Forums, located at sneezefetishforum.org. And the first thread that we'll read is by this gentleman's friend's ex-girlfriend who goes on the forums by the username Sneezing Love in a thread she entitled I'm so proud of myself for not exploding everywhere. Boyfriend does pepper again. And it goes like this. Guys, I've been having some very, very bad withdrawals. You know how T sneezes like every morning and between like two to eight times every day? Well, guess what? He hasn't sneezed once, not once, in over 24 days. We're counting. It's awful. I don't know what's up with him, but it's making me mad. Just goes to show you how much I need his sneezes. <laughs> Anyways, he told me a couple of weeks ago that he has this cute sneeze that sounds like a little mouse because he holds it in. In my mind, of course, I'm screaming, it's called a stifle, you idiot. But I don't want him knowing I know sneeze-related vocabulary, such as inducing, stifle, triples, doubles, etc., I told him I really wanted to hear him do it, but he says he only does it like that in school. How adorable. But last night we were at the mall and I said I really wanted him to do a cute sneeze for me. He finally agreed to do some pepper after a while, but he argued that it didn't count for his no sneeze streak. He hates sneezing. So we walked to the McDonald's across from the mall to grab some pepper packets. While we were walking back in the cold, he decided not to wait until we got inside, tore open the pepper packets, then sniffed away. Nothing happened for the first one. Then the second one, he immediately buried his face in his hands, mumbling that it burned, all the while I'm walking along having this huge, stupid grin on my face. About a couple of seconds later, he got this amazing pre-sneeze face and stopped in his tracks. Then he sneezed his normal, Etchoo! failing to stifle. But before he could say anything, he got another pre-sneeze face, looked up into the dark sky, and I watched his lips quiver and nostrils flare. Then he brought his hands up to his face and stifled. It was so adorable. I grabbed onto him and hugged him tight, but he pushed me away with his eyes tearing and starting to shut, then stifled again into his arm. Um, I was about to go into the McDonald's bathroom before I exploded everywhere. But I had to stay and watch, of course. We continued walking, and I was alongside him, staring at his face. L-M-A-O! I was too mesmerized to realize I was looking like a complete idiot. He had a constant pre-sneeze face, and I hoped he wasn't done. Right before he was about to sneeze again, he goes, 
I can't hold them any more. I'm making this one loud and Ugh, obnoxious. We continued walking in about every five to ten seconds. No lie, he would sneeze. And it's about a ten minute walk back. Needless to say, I was trying to contain myself. After about ten to fifteen sneezes, I said, You're not going to be done anytime soon, are you? He held up his finger to tell me to wait a minute, nodded his head no, closed his eyes, and sneezed. I blessed him and held his arm, but he sneezed again. He looked at me, his eyes swollen, red and watery, and half shut. You see my eyes? He sniffed. You owe me for this. You're lucky I love you so much. And he snapped over and sneezed a forceful, Hachoo! Hachoo! I have never heard him sneeze so much. I was dying. Is this what an allergy attack is like, I asked, trying to seem innocent? Yeah, not even. Achoo! Just try seeing me like this for a whole day. This is only like a segment of one. Achoo! Well, I have one thing to say. Summer comes sooner. We were almost back at the mall when his sneezing was just ending. Of course, he was hating it, but I was love, love, loving it. I didn't want him to stop. After about a minute of no sneezes, I asked if he was done. He wiped his nose and said, I don't know, it burns a little. I watched him and he had this beautiful, priceless pre-sneeze face on for about another minute. When he finally bent down and sneezed a forceful, my favorite, Okay, now I'm done. Joel replies, Wow, sounds intense, and you retold it all so wonderfully. I would have liked to have seen the look on your face. And Sneeze replies, Kelsey, I am very jealous of you at this point. That's so cute. And Sneezles replies, OMG, seriously, like, wow, very, very hot obs. That means observations. Thank you for sharing. Your boyfriend sounds so amazing, hon. I am also very jealous. And only him replies, uh, freaking amazing. You are so beyond lucky. And quote unquote, you owe me for this. You're lucky. I love you so much. Aw. Also, the way you wrote everything out was great. Your descriptions are perfect. Anani Mouse writes, Wow, so jealous you got to witness that. A constant pre-sneeze expression? I have no idea how you were able to contain yourself. I'm sure that was just as torturous to you as the pepper was for him. I definitely can't wait until summer either to hear about his allergy attacks. And what a sweet guy to suffer willingly for you like that. Hmm. And Semper Fi 0609 replies, That was freaking amazing. You are so lucky. Great guy. And Kibuchan replies, Oh my, you lucky, lucky dog. I had a hard time not exploding just reading that. Oh, well, how's that for an introduction to the nonsense of the sneezing forums? All right, well, that sad thread actually destroyed a relationship, even after all those hot obs. All right, well, let's get to the next thread, shall we? And the next thread comes from a sneeze forum user by the name of Kiwifruit, who is very active on the forums. And Kiwifruit writes in a thread he or she started entitled, Which do you find more important, the sight or the sound? There is a poll. And the poll is seeing a sneeze, 9%. Hearing a sneeze, 50%. The sight and the sound are equally interesting, but one is just enough for me to react, 34%. I need both the sight and the sound to do anything for me, 3%. Ew, neither seasoning is gross, 1.9%. And the post goes like this. I don't personally find that seeing someone sneeze without hearing it does very much for me. I'm more of a, hmm, they sneezed kind of reaction rather than the usual fetishy one, unless they have a particularly good buildup and or pre-sneeze face. Hearing someone sneeze without seeing it still gets me, though. 
I looked and can't find any topics like this, and now I'm curious. Do you guys think that seeing a sneeze or hearing a sneeze is more important? Or are they equally interesting? Or are both needed before it gets you going? And Silent Sophie replies, Definitely the sound is more important to me. Obviously, it's not like both hearing and seeing a sneeze. That's the top. But I can tell that the sound and the sight aren't equally interesting for me. If I can have only one of them, seeing a sneeze without the sound does a really weak reaction in me. Instead, hearing a sneeze even without seeing it turns me on for sure. And absolutely not weakly. Vuz replies, sound, sound, sound. I wouldn't consider it much of a loss if I never got to see a sneeze again in my life. To hear it, on the other hand... Not just sneezing, but sniffling, stuffy voices, sneeze-related talk. I don't think I could live without that. But then again, but then again, I am a very audio-centric person in general. Sounds, music, and voices are everything to me. TMA replies, How about I be odd and say, it depends. Really, the thought of seeing some people, and I mean, take my avatar, of course. It isn't what it looks like, but man, it looks yummy to me. I can just play the images over and over in my head, even if I didn't hear, but I can completely enjoy just the sound too. And to be honest, without sounding too snobby, some sneezers I'd rather just hear. I think that it also depends on buildup and number. If there's a big torturous buildup for someone I consider attractive, if I had to pick seeing or hearing, I'd rather see. With a fit, especially mid-speech, I'd really rather hear, if that makes any sense. Sneezy writes, Okay, I had to vote for both. It kind of depends for me. I do really get excited by just hearing a sneeze, but I have also been tickled by seeing someone do it, even though I couldn't hear it. And it all depends on the person, too. If it is someone I really like or I'm attracted to, then I'm selfish and I really want to see and hear it. But if it's just some random person sneezing somewhere, sometimes I don't even want to see that person at all and just want to hear them sneeze, especially if I like the sound. I have to admit it, though. I do enjoy watching the person lose control, even if I can't hear it. So yeah, I want it all. <laughs> but I guess if I had to choose one or the other, the sound probably went out. Also, I have to say the last question of the poll, very funny. <laughs> and NOV writes, hmm, interesting. Ideally, I would want the full package of both sight and sound. But if I had to choose one, it would have to be sound. Seeing a sneeze without getting to hear it is the ultimate tease. Blech. And Sneezy Kiwi replies, the sound. I tend to prefer my imagination to what a person looks like sneezing, and seeing the actual thing is a letdown 90% of the time. Some sneezes sound so good, but then you sneak a peek and that person is someone utterly unattractive and you just feel ill. So the sound in my imagination definitely, unless it's the lad, in which case I'm sneaking a peek every chance I get. Not easy to do, drooling and pretending not to be looking at something else at the same time, but then he's got the perfect sneeze and I'm not sharing. Oh, curses. Now I'm all hot and bothered. Ah, gross. Anyway, and again, in the general discussion forum, in the sneeze fetish boards, Katsuo writes in a thread he entitled, Am I a bad person? And it goes like this. So, I've had a girlfriend for about six months now, and she knows about my fetish and all, so here's my problem. When I ask, she'll induce for me, but she hates feeling pain. And we try the pepper, that works but burns her nose, so that's no longer an option. Then we try with tissue, that also works. She is a very sneezy person for my luck, but hurt her nose. And with all things that made her feel pain, she says now that I just have to wait for her to get a cold. And I'm so looking for that. Am I a bad person to want that she gets sick? I just don't know what else to try. A red nine replies. I certainly wouldn't say you're a bad person for wishing this, but you probably shouldn't tell your girlfriend you're waiting for her to get sick either. Zneez writes. 
You certainly are not a bad person. Don't feel bad about that. All of us are sort of like that once in a while. Actually, it makes you a better person for not wanting to hurt her nose with inducing methods. Jen writes, My guy gets sick normally around the same time every year. And honestly, I will look at the calendar and get so excited. Because when he gets sick, he is normally really sneezy. Wonderkind replies, No, not a bad person. But I understand what you're saying. Frankly, I think it's incredible that your partner indulges your fetish at all. I'm married, but wouldn't dream of telling the wife. <sighs> ah, this is not me. I did not write that reply. And Kiwifruit replies, Everyone else has pretty much said it, but I'll chime in with my two cents as well. It's not like you want to see her suffer. You just want to see her sneeze. Getting a cold generally equals more sneezes. And one of you might as well enjoy it, just so long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Also, I agree with what Peachy said. It's probably not the best idea to let her know you want her to get sick, as she will most likely find that hard to understand. But at the same time, it might make you more attentive and caring than a non-fetishist would be. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Unless she's one of those annoying types like me, who would rather go hide away from everyone. Then it's a win-win. You get to enjoy her sneezing, and she gets to enjoy the attention it brings. I have the same issue all the time. I find colds very appealing, but I don't want people to suffer. It's conflicting. And in another observations thread, Critical Sec writes, Had to share this. I was out with a few female friends. While I was telling a story, one of them got the pre-sneeze face and then stifled into a cupped hand. The sneeze really seemed to overtake her and she pitched forward. She's in her mid-30s, sexy, curvy, and very pretty, with brilliant blue eyes and medium-length styled blonde hair. I paused my story to say, bless you, and then continued. I barely finished a sentence before she had to sneeze again stifling forward into her hand again. This continued about eight sneezes. She just kept going, and the other friends started looking at her like saying things like, wow, and what's got into you? Eventually, she was like, my God, what's making me sneeze? And I said, I think you have to let it out, otherwise it's not going to go away. I guess she decided to take my suggestion because a few seconds later, while we were distracted by the waiter, she turned away and leaned out of her chair away from us and released a big wet, ha into her hand. Sure enough, that was the end of it. And Sneasels writes, OMG, incredible obs. Wish I'd been there. Wow. I'm, well, I'm glad I wasn't there. I would have been like, well, that lady's got a cold. And not to think this is only about sneezing. There's a related fetishes subform in the sneeze fetish board subform, related fetishes. And in a great thread started by GreyCat19, we'll explore the stuffy voice fetish. In a thread entitled, Stuffy Voice Fetish. Does anyone have one of these? And it goes like this. I go absolutely mad when I hear people talking in the I can't be too badoes voice when they're sick, especially when they're trying not to. My favorite expression would have to be, I'm fine, I'm really not sick. Who else feels this way? Vuz replies, I do. Voices are extremely important to me in many ways. And a stuffy voice? Mm. Sexiness overload. Veterinary replies, Yes, I love the sound of lovely congested talking. And Blow Honk Blow replies, OMG, I am so into that. In fact, I used to know this wonderful woman who caught about 10 colds every year. You'd know immediately because she'd start sniffling and then, oh boy, the blows would start and the honks would follow. Of course, all the while saying, I'm sorry, I've been talking to my doze. Then she'd point to a chapped nostril and sniff uselessly and say, Dutting. Can't get any air to my horn. She always called her nose her horn. Just loved her. Thanks for the reminder. 
Crazy writes, yes, I love, love, love stuffy noses. I think stuffy noses are the most awesome. To put it that way, part of the fetish. I really wish I had allergies that only came out when I was alone, so I didn't feel as bad as a cold, but could still have the pleasant side effects. So yes, I think stuffy voices are extremely cute. And Pig replies, the single sexiest thing on earth. I really mean it. The single sexiest thing. Nothing else compares. Stuffy talk. Stuffy sniffling. Breathing through the mouth, etc. I love it all. The main part of my fetish. And colds. And in another related fetish thread, Chaos69 writes in a thread he entitled, Nose Blowing Bathrooms. And it goes like this. I have a question for the ladies. For me, the description of the room where a woman blows her nose is a turn-on as much as the blowing. So I was wondering what your bathrooms look like. Are they really girly-like and feminine or just plain? And where do you keep your tissue box in the bathroom? Or do you just blow your nose with or do you just blow your nose with toilet paper? And if it's not too much trouble, what do you do when you go in to blow your nose? Just some thoughts. Stevie Sloth replies, I'm somewhat of a nose blowing whore, in that I'll use any bathroom anywhere if I have to blow my nose. Never do it in public. However, I do have two main bathrooms where I blow my nose regularly. My home I use my end suite, and every single morning I blow my nose in here about five times in the 40 minutes it takes me ready to go to work. The room is very small but nice. You walk in and you're facing a large mirror and vanity sink unit. To the immediate left is the toilet where I flush all the scrunched up discarded tissues from the nose blowing and flush before I leave for work. And to the immediate right is a double sized shower stall. Sometimes I blow my nose in there too, with no tissues or anything. The colors are quite pale and neutral. Pinks, apricots, creams, pale brown towels. I plan on filming myself in there soon in fact. And secondly, my workplace bathroom. This past week I've had a bad cold and had to go in there several times each day to blow my nose. It's just a stark white tiled room with two toilet stalls. The toilet paper is a bit thin so you have to use a lot and fold it over. I also have to wait until there's no one else in there before I can blow. And sadly that is the only person who replied. You would think there'd be a lot more bathroom people, but no. Sneeze like writes in a thread he entitled Cold versus Allergy. And it goes like this. I have always liked allergy stories better than cold stories, but I would still read cold stories. Now, especially over the last six months or so, I find that I almost can't read cold stories at all. It's like they hold almost no interest for me, and sometimes it makes me think, ew, a little bit. With allergy stories, though, I have always liked them. I think just the same as always, or at least just the change is pretty much unnoticeable. Does anyone else find their taste in colds or allergy stories vary in like slash dislike? A red nine replies, I'm good with either. I don't mind if people are sick in a story. The taking care of aspect is a plus, but I hate reading about mucus or nose blowing. It's just me. Chewy replies, I vastly prefer cold stories. Not really sure why. I still enjoy allergy fix, which stands for fiction, but there is something about the all around miserableness of a cold that is heart wrenching. And Jay Sullivan adds, I am a big fan of cold stories. Always have been. I'll read allergy fix, but given a choice, I'll choose a cold fic. And there pretty much has to be some aspect of caretaking. Otherwise, it really doesn't register with me at all. And another story in the Observation Stories and Art subforum. Blasson wrote a thread he entitled, At the risk of embarrassing myself to death, here's another crazy story concept. I'm sure some of you have seen Osmosis Jones. And it goes like this. 
You're all going to think I'm out of my mind, but here it goes. Well, the entire Osmosis Jones concept is that part of the story is told from the point of view of a human character, and the rest is told from the point of view of the cells that make up the character's body. Each basic type is associated with something in the normal world to give them more meat as characters. As in, not every cell is animated, all the ones that are humanoid, they all have jobs such as white blood cells being cops and nerve cells being the government. I was thinking that this theme could be taken and applied to original characters in different situations. For example, the main human character could be catching a cold or dealing with allergies, and part of the story would be told as sort of a battle between the germs, allergens, and the cell of the character's body. Lots of goodies in there for people who get that extra buzz from lots of nose descriptions like myself. This is another thing that I'm interested in writing myself, and anyone else could come along and use it too. I mean, hell, it's not like it's even my idea in the first place. And like with the dream story idea that I posted a while ago, I'm open to any suggestions that anyone may have. Now, this thread was written in December 16th, 2007. There's not a lot of action going on here until it is revisited May 1st, 2010 by Blasson again. And he writes, All right, so I know this thread is like a million years ago, but recently I've been thinking about reviving the concept. However, given the impossibly weird nature of it, I just wanted to ask if anyone would be interested in seeing a story like this. I feel sort of weird sharing something like this with the public if no one really wants to see it, but I'm feeling tempted to give it a go. So yeah, anyone drop me a line if you'd like to see a story with, with this concept behind it. And Sigrith replies, That would be totally cool to read. Maybe I've got it all wrong, but the idea kind of reminds me a bit of that scene from The Sword and the Stone at the end of the magic fight between Merlin and Madame Mim, where Merlin changes into a germ and infects Mim. Only, of course, we saw what happened to Mim on the outside. Spots, hot and cold flashes, and violent sneezing. I used to wonder what happened on the inside. Got a story about that lying around somewhere. Not in English, unfortunately. Just throwing that idea out there. The use of germs instead of allergens has the added advantage of an extra point of view that can be used. Although allergens would be really awesome too. Good luck! And Blush replies, I'm about to admit something that would surely earn me permanent weirdo status. After watching that movie a million years ago, I have always imagined a little humanoid cell, I guess, whose job it is to make sneezes happen. He pulled on this huge string, representing a reflex, I don't know. I was young when this idea was first conceived, whenever an allergen or irritant came in the nose, or a germ snuck up behind him. This job was passed down through generations, and the old guy was retiring, so it was up to the new guy who, anxious to do his job right, sometimes forgot to pull the string when it needed to be pulled, but more frequently pulled it when he didn't need to. Hilarity ensued. This tale is meant to convince you that you are not crazy for your idea, or if you are, you are not alone, and I'd be interested in this story. And Kiwi Fruit replies, Blush, that's not weird at all. It's good. I like it. And Blason, I love the idea. It's different and interesting. A lot of the general plots for Sneeze Fix have been pretty much exhausted, and this is something fresh. If you do go ahead and write it, you'll have at least one reader. No suggestions, really. I like the idea of the germs being like an army, though, with a commander or something. We're losing ground in Austral B. The air quality suggests we are in some form of crowded public transportation. Man the sneeze stations. We will conquer all. I don't know. <laughs> Hides. And Mercury replies, I think cold germs would be more like assassins or ninjas than an army, since colds are sneaky things that seem to be able to get through anything. Allergens would probably be closer to the army, since they don't relent all that easily. Of course, that's just my opinion. But it's not hard to see colds as the world domination type either. Oh my god. And in the next thread, we go to the Sneeze Fetish Board subforum general discussion in a thread entitled Almost Told My Dad by Random Girl 7. So I was on the phone with my dad, and he asks me what kind of websites I went on and the kind of stuff I liked. 
seems easy to avoid bringing the subject of my fetish, right? I forgot about keeping my promises to myself that I wouldn't tell anyone I don't trust about this, and I brought up some sneeze fix. I didn't exactly say that they were about sneezing. I just said that they were cute and all that stuff. Then he asked me what website they were on, and I simply said that I forgot. I can't believe I've been so embarrassed in my life. That is a bad sentence. Anyway. A Red Nine replies, Ooh, telling parents, gosh. I wonder if I'll ever be brave enough for that. Part of me thinks they already know, and the topic's circling me like a shark. Nice save with the cute fix thing. I guess sometimes it's hard not to let these things slip. Leap Year Kisses replies, Arg, I've had a few close calls like that, too. Though not regarding my sneeze fetish, since my participation is quite recent, my mom knows a lot of what I like, and I'm terrified of my dad ever finding out. Though I have a sneaking suspicion, he has some idea already. Luckily, neither of them has brought it up without me initiating the conversation. Cute fix is a nice save, though, and forgetting the websites is even better. Just make sure you clear your history. And again in the general discussion forum, DLK writes in a thread he wrote entitled, Someone I Really Want to See Sneeze. Help! And it goes like this. There is someone I work with I really want really need to see sneeze. I mean, really, really. It has gotten to the stage where I'm seriously considering telling this person about my fetish. That is how serious this is. But what can I do about it? She doesn't sneeze much at all. Thanks. Sneezy replies, My best advice is to be patient, and perhaps you will be rewarded. Seriously, though, there are people I have waited to see sneeze for a while I haven't seen yet, and I am still waiting for but then there have been some surprising ones where I finally got to witness it and now I am treated to it every once in a while. I would only recommend telling if this person is a close friend and you are comfortable sharing that. I have told some male friends at work and some of them are totally cool about it. However, some of them have made comments when I would have preferred they didn't. I mean, it's up to you or not whether you want to tell her, but just make sure it's something you can live with after you tell her. That's all. Good luck. I hope your patience pays off. Cashew Nut replies, Further to sneeze's sound advice, it is not clear from your post as to whether you have seen this person sneeze before, i.e. you say you really need to see her sneeze, suggesting you have never witnessed her sneezing before, yet on the other hand you go on to say that she doesn't sneeze much. If it is the former, there is always the real possibility the sneeze may not be all that special. I know from some of the disappointing debut sneezes I've heard produced from some of my female colleagues, having worked under the same roof for several years. On the other hand, I have heard some of the most amazing, beautiful sneezes a woman can produce, only to find myself shudder when the person comes into view from around the corner, and she turns out to be not that attractive. Regardless of the scenario, your best coping strategy would be to focus on other sneeze-related attributes which she may possess. For example, does she sniff fairly often? Perhaps she subconsciously rubs or blows her nose a lot. Or maybe her nose itself is physically attractive. Whatever you do, try not to let this wish of yours take over your good working and social life. I'm sure there are plenty of other quality sneezers of the fairer sex out there. And when you do witness that special moment, engrave it into the back of your mind. Then post an obs, because we want to know about it. But only if you feel so inclined, of course. I do hope you get to see the subject of your desire sneeze very soon. But just remember, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Cashew's private thoughts to himself. Hmm, I must renew my efforts into getting that blonde hottie at work to sneeze by telepathy. How many years has it been now? Five, six, I'm such a hypocrite. And Nov replies, I would be very wary of revealing your fetish to anyone in a workplace environment unless you trust them Absolutely. 
If I have learned one thing from my work, is that things you say have a habit of finding their way to people you least want to know. My advice would be to be patient, although I know this is difficult. There have been people who I have wanted to see sneeze, and usually if you keep an eye on them long enough, you are rewarded. And finally, to finish up this delightful forum, in the general discussions forum, there is a thread entitled Emitophobia and the Fetish, inspired by Mute's research and Char's question. And it is a very scientific thread about emitophobia, which is the fear of vomiting. And it was written by Chewy, and it goes like this. I have actually been looking at this from an anatomical perspective for as long as I have known about the fetish. I've noticed a few patterns, and I think I might actually know why emitophobia, fear of vomiting, and the sneezing fetish are so often found together. But I'd like to get some numbers on how many sneeze fetishists actually have emitophobia. For the purpose of this poll, a phobia is defined as a life-altering fear of the object of the phobia. It is something which impairs normal function either a daily basis. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on. There's a lot of the rest of the post is very boring <laughs> because it's all about phobias and the sexual nature of of uh, phobias. So I will just read the answers. And Vos replies. I voted female emitophobic-born sneeze fetishist. My emitophobia was very bad when I was 10 to 15 years old, and even though it's much, much better nowadays, it's far from completely gone. Other, since I don't have any other phobias, and crying. This is interesting. The mute poet replies, This is some awesome stuff, Chewy. Exactly the sort of thing I was hoping my question would spark, whether or not they turn up any meaningful results themselves. Like I said before, the more we know about the nature of how we are, the closer we are to fully understanding it. For myself, I put down male, non-emitophobe, born sneeze fetishist. Since vomiting does bother me, in the sense that I think it would bother most people, but doesn't actually inhibit my day-to-day function, I don't actually have any problem attending to someone who's throwing up. And I suppose I'd clean it up if I was really pressed to, lol. As far as other phobias, I feel somewhat immature in saying that my other bodily function designates an irrational fear of others defecating, specifically women. I'm not sure if this grew out of the way I was socialized, or if it's just always there and only brought to the forefront as I got older. But it definitely causes me to attempt to live in an alternate reality that caters to what I want to be the truth, rather than what invariably is. So I pretty much do everything I can to avoid the subject and any and all situations where I could be exposed to it in any way. For the other fetishes section, I tentatively put down urination, even though mine doesn't actually center around the act of urination at all, rather everything associated with a woman having to. My other fetish is hiccups. Both have been present for as long as I can remember, though neither is anywhere near as strong as sneezing. And after having tried to link a common thread between all three, it strikes me that all are centered around involuntary bodily function, and more specifically loss of control. They all have the potential to produce cute feminine noises in women too. Very interesting stuff, Chewy. I can't wait to see what trends form here. Vuz replies again, I feel that I should add here that I've been turned on by people having to urinate before when I was younger. I don't remember feeling that way about urinating anymore and haven't for 10 years or so, but still, since I know that there are other people on here who have this fetish as well, I thought it was worth mentioning. In the end, it's all about control slash losses of control over the body, no? I love sneezing replies. I'm totally the same when it comes to vomit. I can't stand thinking about it. If anyone says they feel sick, I get panicked. I'm completely dreading the day because it will happen that either someone vomits in front of me or I get sick. I've been lucky not to vomit since I was four. I'm 21 now. The rescue replies, I uh, have textophobia, fear of certain fabrics. These include velvet, corduroy, and anything else of that nature. Makes me sick just thinking about it. I have been diagnosed with OCD, though. 
And Sen Barrett replies, I voted female emetophobic born sneeze fetishist. I can't be at parties that have alcohol in fear that someone might get sick. Drunk people in general just make me extremely uncomfortable. I hate long car rides and fear that I or someone else in the car will get sick and throw up. Just imagining it right now is disturbing me. Last spring, that exact thing happened to me. And when I remember it or anything related to that day or period in my life, I freak. Another thing I can't, this is like the same thing. Another thing I can't stand is seeing slash hearing people vomit in movies or on television, especially animated, although I'm not sure why. The smell itself is enough to make me sick, but seeing someone act it out is equally disturbing. I'm not scared of vomiting myself since about a year ago it happened, and since then I've been alright. Other than that, I have no related phobias or fetishes. And Lynn replies, I'm an emetophobic born sneeze fetishist who's also afraid of spiders, centipedes, oogie boogies, since I can't see the word or Chewie will send her toads after me, using public washrooms, and I have a weird aversion to things like buttons and metal jewelry. Yes, I'm a big fat weirdo. All right, and finally, Heathcliff writes, I'm male, emetophobic, and a born sneeze fetishist. I assume born fetishist means I had it as long as you can remember. I've been aware of my emetophobia for most of my life. A few years ago, I first saw people discussing it on the sneeze fetish boards, and I was fascinated by the possibility of some connection. However, I've read on some emetophobia websites that it's much more common phobia than one might think. So it seems unlikely that a large proportion of emetophobes are sneeze fetishists. Still intriguing. My other serious phobia is claustrophobia, being in a confined space or a situation in which I cannot leave. This may be linked to my emetophobia, Sometimes it's brought on by feeling sick in a place where I can't get out. Regarding other fetishes, as I said in the other thread, I have a particular thing for women's underwear on women. I don't mean I go around wearing it. I wondered before whether this is a fetish, but since underwear has sexual associations anyway, I don't think it's a true fetish. Therefore, I answered, no other fetish there. Well, that is going to have to do it for the beautiful, beautiful nonsense of the sneezefetishforums.org. I have to say that uh, uh, it's a lot of sneeze talk and sniffle talk and emetophobe talk. And I'm going to thank the Sneeze Fetish Forum for making me even think. I had never thought that there would be a forum about emetophobia. And now I'm going to go find that forum and read about it because it sounds really dumb. People who are afraid of puking. Sure, phobias. I get it. Everyone's afraid of something. Anyway... I want to thank the people who have suggested this forum to me. It was a very fun read. There's a ton of stuff here, and it's a very active forum, which is the best kind of forum where people share so much of their stuff. Oversharing is my bread and butter. Now, one thing I did notice about this forum is that people talk about getting turned on or they describe things doing it for them. They really, they really sneeze is really do it for me or whatever. Um, but no one is talking about then going and having sex with someone. Uh, even that girl at the beginning who was like all, we're getting ready to explode because this guy is sneezing so much. She's talking about going to the bathroom to explode. I'm not even sure what that means. Why doesn't her boyfriend's right there? Why would she go to the McDonald's bathroom to explode? I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I guess that's why I'm not a sneeze fetishist. Anyway... Thanks again for listening to Lou Reads again this week. Uh, if you noticed that horrible like fuzz distortion that was not your iPod or MP3 playing device of choice, it is uh, the reason it's taking me so long to get these things out these days because somewhere in my 
audio chain is that fuzz noise. And I thought it was one thing, and now it's, I think it's something else. That's neither here nor there, but I'm, unfortunately I'm going to have to go back to using the blue microphone until I can figure out what the hell is going on. I, don't, I didn't read any of the fiction, the fiction pieces, which are mentioned, and I'm sure the uh, sneeze fiction's very erotic and may actually have some sex in it versus the... Uh, and rest assured, I will look into the emitophobe forums because who doesn't want to hear about people who have problems with puking? And I'll probably want to look into the emitophile forums because even more disturbing is people who like puking. Because I can understand not wanting to see puke because you're uh, hardwired to not want puke. (laughs) Just like you're hardwired not to want poop. But uh, we all know that there's people who are into poop. Metis, you jerk. So I want to thank those people who suggested the Sneeze Fetish Forums. It was great. And it also proves that listeners win when they listen to Lou Reed's and suggest something and then it gets on, gets read. They don't actually win anything unless they ask for a magnet, which so few of you did. And there are still magnets. And uh, I would be willing to send you one. If your refrigerator is particularly nude and you want to have your, uh, your refrigerator's photo in the Facebook page. And, oh, I want to thank the people who have been continually going to iTunes and writing such awesome reviews for my podcast on iTunes. 21 positive star votes or something, and then some actually really great reviews. I love reading them to my wife, who thinks that I am retarded. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to stop talking now. So, thanks again for listening. My name is Lou. You've been listening to Lou Reed's The Sneeze Fetish Forums on the Internet. For you. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.